Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. On Tuesday, we discuss, dissect, and delve into crimes of the past. It's time for True Crime Tuesday. With Toby Dow. Rightio, Brian. Our man Toby Dow is all across this. Now, I have been watching it pop up on my Netflix feed, mm. and it is the disappearance of the MH370. Toby Dow, our true crime correspondent, is there live on scene. G'day, Tobes. Afternoon, <laughs> boys. How are we? Going well, mate. Going well. In fact, he needs to mop something up. What was the text that Toby sent us the other day? What did you send us, Toby? Oh, yeah. Horse called True Crime. Oh, no. One at nine to one, trained oh. by Brian's trainer and ridden by Brian's jockey mm. the next day after Conrad. So, yeah, it didn't go down well. No, it didn't. Well, you, I did text Junior, yeah. to be fair. Yeah. And, and I you saw him me, I saw him in at Fox. I go, mate, you didn't reply to your text. He goes, mate, I was watching Coley. <laughs> so do your own research. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, let's get stuck into this. Malaysian Airlines flight MH370. Toby Dow, what happened? Yeah, boys. So um, 2014, March 7th, 8th, depending where you live, I suppose. Uh, Malaysian flight MH370. It disappeared while, fl- while flying from Kuala Lumpur to Beijing. So it took off at 12.41am local time and reached a cruising altitude of 35,000 feet around 1 o'clock. Um, then the first 40 minutes of the flight, just a normal flight for any, any normal, you know, I suppose aircraft. And at 1.19am, uh, as they approached the end of the Malaysian airspace, uh, the Malaysian air traffic control, uh, radioed to pass the flight off to Ho Chi Minh and Captain Zahari, Zahari I think that's how you pronounce it, answered, good night, Malaysian 370. Uh, he didn't repeat it again, but that's nothing unusual. And it was the last anyone heard from the flight. Uh, Zahari never checked in with the Vietnamese controllers seconds after it crossed into Vietnamese airspace and then MH370 disappeared from radar. Um, records and signals sent between the aircraft though and the communication satellite over the Indian, Indonesian, Indian Ocean sorry, revealed that the plane had continued flying for almost six hours uh, after its final sighting on Malaysian military radar. Um, then all of a sudden it left, so it left the radar range, which was 200 nautical miles northwest of Penang Island in northwestern, uh, northwestern peninsula of Malaysia. Uh, the aircraft was lost from the air traffic control radar minutes later, but was tracked by the military radar. Now, guys, you, have you watched the Netflix documentary? No, I haven't. They do a good job, Tobes. I've only, I'm only up to the first episode. <laughs> um, it is, well, it's intriguing, like, because I suppose like, there were six Australians aboard. It was, I think, majority. So there was 227 passengers, 12 crew, uh, six of which were Australian. Majority were Chinese and Malaysian. It's, it's just, I suppose, a worldwide mystery, this. So then I suppose there's all the theories and then also the missing aircraft. So it, it became the most expensive search in the history of aviation and it, uh, focus initially on the South China Sea, where Malaysia Airlines believed that it was uh, more more than likely went down the and the Andaman Sea, 
and Andamancy before analysis of the aircraft's automated communications. <laughs> oh, I'm getting lost. Oh, yeah, I'm getting lost here. With, an, um, with a satellite, uh, with a satellite uh, indicated that the possible crash site was probably somewhere in the Indian Ocean. Uh, there was three searches across uh, 120,000 uh, square kilometres and failed to locate anything. Between March 18 and 28th of April, 19 vessels and 340 military aircraft searched over 4.6 million square kilometres of sea. Um, there's debris actually found that was identified from Flight 370, uh, which was the right flapper on, which was like those little bits of the plane you see on the wing that come out uh, for takeoff and landing at the back. And it was found in Reunion in the island of the West Indian Ocean, about uh, 4,000 kilometres from where they believe it went went down. Uh, another another object was found stenciled no step in Mozambique, and it was from the horizontal stabiliser. Uh, there's also been a newly discovered piece of debris from 370, suggests the pilot lowered the landing gear just before it plunged into the ocean, supporting the theory that the aircraft was crashed deliberately. Uh, deliberately. You've had a shocker right? today. Are you, yeah, are you, know, you've had a few sherbets, Tones. <laughs> Delivery. No. Brian, you, you know I don't drink alcohol, so it's okay. I'm yeah. with you, bud. Um, so the theories are, let's get to the theories. Okay, so obviously the captain on a suicide mission, but a what? suicide hang on, mission Hang on, hang on, Tobes. Tobes, Tobes, Are they saying that there's history for these pilots that there was a warning? Like... Have I read that no, somewhere? Well, yeah, there was. Well, they're saying it afterwards with his family, but oh, mate, if there was such a big, um, I suppose, red flashing light, they, they, he wouldn't be flying. You know what I mean? Like they do do um, a lot of training on these guys, but I, I don't know. It's all coming out afterwards. It hasn't mm. really been proven to a degree, and I suppose he is the most logical theory. But you know, he, when you think about it, he'd have to um, go decom. Uh, decompressurize the cabin which gives you 15 minutes like the little you know when the little uh, mm. um, oxygen mask fall down because you you basically black out straight away I think you've only got a few seconds to put that oxygen mask on so I, I don't know if it would be him because then you're flying a suicide mission for six hours and yeah it just doesn't and seem you've got your co-pilot too you'd have to wait until he well, bailed well they're saying that he probably locked him out of the um, kicked him out Hey, so sorry, Tobes. Uh, Spanky's on the text line. He says, boys, absolutely love True Crime Tuesday. Uh, he said, can you just clarify the six-hour thing? So just repeat what you said about the six hours. So did it go under range for six hours, did it? Yeah, so he turned off the transponder, which is the thing that uh, alerts to where the plane is, you know, in the air to all air traffic control. So he, that was all turned off. So, But there was an Andamat satellite in the, uh, obviously, in space. It was tracking. They can track everything. And it tracked the plane still in the uh, Indian Oceans going past it and it picked up a, a signal from it six hours later. So that's how they understand where it sort of went mm. in a way. But Malaysian Airlines, a lot of conflict between the Malaysian Airline um, bosses and what, you know, what everyone really thinks happened. And there's a lot of theories. Obviously, there was Russian terrorists um, because obviously Malaysian Airlines was, the, well, was shot down over Ukraine, if you remember that, with the mm. Russian missiles. That was also Malaysian Airlines. So there's theories that may, that may have been the plane and there's all these different theories, but that, oh, I just don't know until they find the plane if they're going to know what happened exactly. Um, well, I'd, to, I'd go with the pilot. That, to, yeah, sorry, one second, I was just going to ask Brooksy. Brooksy, you've seen it. I watched the first two apps. Do they mention any theories? Yeah, so the first thing was, and Toby 
spoke about it, how the Malaysian Airlines, the recovery team, just it seemed like they didn't know where the plane was. There was two places where they started searching in the South China Sea because it was going from KL to Beijing. So just before it reached Vietnam airspace, it went off the grid. And that's where they thought the initial search was because it was like, that's the last place they had recorded. And then the military found it was off the west coast of Malaysia. So they started searching there and that caused the issue with the press straight away. Because like, why are you searching two different areas? Then Australia got involved because it was sort of off the coast of WA and in the Indian Ocean, as Tove's mentioned. So then there there was all these places that they were sort of thinking it could be. And then four months later, because Malaysian Airlines had a pretty impeccable record up from the mid-90s till then, and then there's the the Russian incident. So they thought maybe it was linked to Russia. This was, wasn't the first time they've done yeah. something with their airlines. So there was that. that. It seemed like they didn't know what was going on from the get-go after they searched that. And, Toby, there was one um, interesting character in the first episode that I wanted to ask you about. It was a, an older lady from Florida, I think she was. And it's a group of people that get involved online trying to find um, theories. It's all because uh, they started off with the, with the pilot that thought that must have been um, their former pilot that thought the pilot was involved yeah. because of the way yeah. they turned or, or the, it just escaped from thin air. It went off the radar. But then there was the lady that, uh, that, was matching satellite vision and parts of the plane, the fuselage. Like she was like, oh, there's the tail. And it was in the South China Sea. There was these images coming from um, satellites of the initial region. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So what, what do these people do? Did you, did you notice what she does? It sounds like it's a bit of a group online that they tries it, to. Yeah, that's what they do. Yeah. They're just like sluice online. The Tom noters old called Cindy Henry. That's and it. they, they found they found bits of plane debris in the South China Sea and identified one piece uh, as the nose cone, another as its fuselage, fuselage and tail. I'm still having a shocker. So they that's what they do. They they're online sleuths that just try and solve things like that. They'll call the Tom noters. But I also found out. I looked at how many planes do you reckon have just gone missing without a trace? Oh, zero airlines. I'm saying zero. We know we're near it. There's been 90 in the last seven years. There you go. Oh, wow. wow. Oh, that was just my lead-in for you, Tobes. <laughs> so then what? what yeah, no, I know. If that's the that case. Dramatic, then, dramatic effect. So, so then, Tobes, if that's the case, then why has this one got so much uh, well, Do they not have, do they not have well, passengers? Well, when they say commercial, they, well, commercial could be like a you know, little Cessna or something, I suppose. But, um, yeah, this would be the biggest because it was the biggest in Malaysian Airlines with all the passengers. So, mate, it's, it's unbelievable that a plane can, in this day and age, just disappear. I know they got transponders on there, but oh. you got satellite imaging, and no one knows still like really where to look. I'm sure it is off WA, like as I say down there, but only because of the um, satellite from space. But I, I just don't know um, how they're going to find it. Maybe someone like Bob Ballard, who found the Titanic, um, might be the only guy that can go find it. I just don't know what's going to happen here because you've had all these countries go searching for it. And no one's the wiser as to where it is or how it's gone mm. down or what's happened. And it's remarkable. That, what's more remarkable is that he flew for six hours without hitting another aircraft. Because when you look at how many planes are in the sky yeah. at night, especially like it's unbelievable the amount of traffic. And he's flown at night without any transponder, I suppose, any radar detection. So the fact he didn't hit anyone else is remarkable. Was, so was there any? Well, that's if a tip. Was there anything, Brooksy, about the pilots? 
No, like, there was no nothing. Nothing. They they dive into his life up outside of. So his his wife worked at Malaysian Airlines. Was uh, part of the uh, cabin crew. Yep. And she had time off. I think she was pregnant with their second child at the time. Mm. And she comes in early in the first episode and says it was just a normal goodbye. There wasn't anything. They were pregnant. She was pregnant with their second child. Like everything was fine. And was um, he very religious? Oh, I did. They... Didn't didn't come across like they didn't, they didn't show that. It. They didn't okay. mention anything regarding how pious he is in terms mm. of his beliefs. But it was just that they had worked together for quite some time. They they showed their Malaysian Airlines history and how how good it was over the last 20, 25 years. They talked about uh, the people that got involved that basically got woke up in the middle of the night because it was like 2 a.m. when the plane went off the radar, um, KL time. So there was people just went into those crisis rooms straight away to sort of work out what was going on. It seemed like when you were talking about this incident and how, and Toby mentioned how many that have disappeared around that time, it just got like CNN, all the news channels just just reported on it. And then there was the constant, so from China as well, all the families of the uh, passengers, because it was what, predominantly Chinese. Yeah. yeah. Um, there shows a, a French man who lost his um, kids and wife and then oh, the yeah. Australian wife. But there was a lot of sen- like um, sentiment towards China. Uh, it's from China towards Malaysia oh, right. uh, with what had gone on and how uh, unprofessional the process was. And then, like I said before, the media, the English media in particular, were calling out the the people that were trying to find this plane initially and going, what's going on? Mm. And because I think initially too, it was the whole way that it was being um, handled. Mm. That not only you'd lost all these people and, and uh, that it was two days, three days a week, but the Malaysian Airlines weren't really giving a, a, a stern... Uh, response to what was going on, and the Prime Minister of um, of Malaysia came out and said, "Look, we're we're investing all this money and we're sending all these people out, but they had nothing. Mm. They were just they were just going they out. They and, also, yeah, going to the Malaysian government didn't like getting told by the Australian government as well where they thought it was, because there was different theories on where they they were both on different ends of the spectrum. So they were like South China Sea and Australia, like no, no, it's down in the uh, Indian Ocean, and they didn't like it at first. They didn't like getting told." So Australia sort of had to, I suppose, play second fiddle for a while until they took over the investigation or the search because the um, Malaysian government just didn't like getting told you know, where their plane was. I did read, I did read, I did my own little bit of research. They said that a professor from, I don't know where he was from, but he said there's no way that the plane went in horizontal, it went in vertical. So what does that mean? Well, it means that they, the pilot didn't even attempt to land it on the water. Gotcha. He said that the way yeah. it was, the way it was splintered. So, so therefore, almost. Well, that's his theory. So, that, so he's pointing directly at the pilot. Sabotage. Yeah, he's yeah. saying that they they know. Well, a water landing, yeah, obviously, but you're flying. Mm. You got to go. Sully. But if you're going to commit suicide, though, you wouldn't. I suppose fly for six hours. Yeah, I don't. Wouldn't you so, just so dump many. it straight away? So, so Tobes, tell us what like having your research and what's your gut feel as to what happened. Mate, I, you know, like I said before, I, I don't, I've got no idea. I'm with no. everyone else because you, I, I got to look, you'd have to know. So it's either the pilot or someone on board that hijacked it. That's the only reasonable explanations because you've got to know the plane. Yeah. You've got to know where to fly. You've got to know how to do it all. And you just can't get into a commercial airline like that. Like that. You know, it's a uh, Boeing 777 and just 
been able to know how to turn a transponder off or just lose track of everything. You just can't do that. You've got to know it. So it's either the pilot or it's definitely uh, been hijacked. That's the only two mm. it could be. It just can't be. And not only that, you've got to know how to, you know, knock all the passengers out with depressurising the cabin. It, you know, with so the black, know black boxes and all those things, it, it's, it is remarkable how no one's got a clue, isn't it? Well, we don't know where the black box is. Yeah, it, it's unbelievable. It, yeah. Mm. It's unbelievable. And that's what I'm saying. Like, I reckon it's going to, like, I think someone like Bob Ballard, I reckon he'll end up probably trying to find it because that, you know, he ended up finding the Titanic and he was on a search mission at the time for the two sunken American uh, submarines. And he was like, why he was doing that? He goes, well, you know, we're in the area where the Titanic is, I think. Let's have a look. And that's how he found it. Wow. And I just think maybe he's he's the type of guy that will we'll find because they've had like 4.2 or 4.6, whatever, million square miles and nothing. No. Well, it's a massive search area. Hey, uh, Tobes, the board's lit up. Uh, Spanky and stack of people <laughs> getting around it. Um, he loves it. Uh, Sean wants to have his say about it as well, mate. So we better take this call before we break. But once again, True Crime Tuesday, our correspondent, Toby Dow. Thanks, legend. Cheers, boys.